Welcome, welcome to the Business of You. Today we are having one of our microsodes, which is a short conversation I have with one of my teammates at the Brand ID, a company I founded 15 years ago. We love sharing the behind the scenes of some of the work that we do, the lessons we learn, things we're encountering with our clients in an effort to help you grow and scale your business. I hope you enjoy today's episode of The Business of You. Christy, great to see you. Good to see you too, Rachel. Managing a remote workforce is uh, a topic that is near and dear to my heart since we've been We've been at this so long, 15 years of being a remote team. Yeah, longer than most companies who tended to switch over during the pandemic. Yeah, in fact, during the pandemic, I often thought like, I should start doing some live webinars on how to manage a remote team because I know so many companies were not at all ready for that. Well, now's your chance. Not now, not now. Now everybody's good at it. (laughs) Well, I, we still want to hear your perspective. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I started the team remote because I wanted to work from home, actually. That's, that was the impetus of it. Um, back in 2007, I had just had my second child and I had been working out of the home and <clears throat> was ready to start and do something new and started working from home. With a in the early days, it was just one other person, a designer and a developer of WordPress, and he was based in New York City. And I knew that he was the person I was going to be working with. So the only way we could actually make it happen was to do things remote. And we we worked with um, I'm trying to remember what there was. Actually, we had a tool called Free Conference Call Pro, and wow. it was literally a free tool to do conference calls and what's before Zoom mm-hmm. to uh, to connect with clients. But from the beginning, the ability that that gave us was not only to work with people from different parts of the country, but also to have clients from different parts of the world because we, we've had clients from as far away as Egypt, um, which has been really fascinating and all through the power of the internet. Certainly one of the best benefits about a remote team is that your clients also get to be remote. You're not limited geographically to where your clients can be from. Totally. And the other big benefit is you can hire people that are great at what they do in terms of building the team and building the culture. Um, Because again, it's not based on geography. So really the whole world is your oyster. Now we've always worked with folks in the U.S., primarily in the U.S. A few of our teammates have been in the U.K. and Canada, but the majority of our team has always been based in the U.S. Certainly time zones are an issue with teams. It is better to at least have the full team have similar waking hours. Um, otherwise, you can really slow down processes. And that is a challenge of managing a remote team. What are some other challenges? Time zones is definitely one of them. Uh, the fact that our work is always in our pocket, thanks to phones and the ability to have tools like Slack on our phone. And so that is a challenge, this always on feeling. And we've had discussions about that internally. Um, another challenge is, though it hasn't, I mean, this could be a challenge. It has not been a challenge for our team, but just making sure that 
people are being honest with their time tracking and that their deliverables are arriving on time, making sure that people are working when they say they're working. And it, and again, I, I just a quick side note on that one. I think that comes down to the culture you build, right? If you're really about the deliverables, obviously process is important too, but deliverables being prompt and, and done well, um, and your culture is all about, you know, the beauty of working remotely is depending on what your role is in the company, you can almost work at any time of the day when it fits your schedule. So I think that's been a huge benefit even to attracting great talent on our team. Um, and back to other challenges, I would say building culture with a remote team is a challenge and building relationships, close work relationships amongst people is a challenge with a remote team because you don't actually get to connect in person and um, and build a rapport that allows for almost radical honesty to be a, a very strong and well-functioning team. How do you foster bonding? How do you foster, you know, motivation and engagement? And a couple ways. One is we do have a a weekly team meeting where we're all on Zoom, and part of that team meeting is really about us connecting and seeing one another and seeing one another's faces. We have discussion that's a little bit more personal and informal and not so much about client work. One of our um, teammates that often manages those meetings is great on asking personal questions in a fun way and kind of gamifying our interactions a little bit. We call it fluff at the beginning of the meeting. <laughs> we had some fluff, but it does it does really help. As it's much as fluff with like a purpose. Roll their eyes at it. Yeah, well, totally, sure. totally. And even little things like using emojis in Slack or, you know, GIFs in Slack and kind of sharing personal information in Slack, I think also helps break down barriers amongst us. And um, there is a lot of communication between us. We've even had people on our team who work in, well, there's one person in particular, she works with us on a freelance basis and has worked with us for many years on a freelance basis, but she's a creative director at an ad agency. Mm -hmm. And uh, before COVID was always working in her office and she's actually commented on how much communication there is amongst us and always mm -hmm. has been in our virtual team and how we function better in some ways than the agency she worked for uh, being in person, which when she said that, I thought, all right, we're doing something right. In a weird way, I will say as a remote team member, I look forward to meetings because that means I get to interact with someone. <laughs> yeah, we do have to kind of keep an eye on, on on that, right? With everybody. It's like we never want anybody to feel isolated. And and meetings happen between clients um, and, yep. uh, and everybody on the team, not just me. So I, I think that's also a really good way to build interaction and, and connection and, uh, and relationship, you know, amongst our clients. You talked about work always being in our pockets. Um, how do you encourage work-life balance? Certainly the lines can blur. In yeah. Setting. Yep. We talk about setting 
notifications or turning notifications off after your kind of like your time zone is off. So we do have, we communicate this to our clients and also our team, but our work hours are nine to five Eastern. So regardless of the time zone you're in, I really do encourage people to turn their notifications off or we'll preface a note with, hey, this is for tomorrow. If like you just can't wait to get that note out and you're in a Pacific time zone and you're connecting with somebody on the East Coast. Um, so that's that's important. Really shutting down on weekends and holidays. And again, unless it's like a an emergency in our little web world, an emergency is really a website going down or something that's hindering somebody's business that we've helped build. There's mm-hmm. no no reason for anybody on the team to have to to interact on a weekend or on a you know over a holiday. Mm-hmm. I encourage people to take time off, um, encourage people to do continuing education. So even if it's something that's more fun versus something needed for their their work. Um, and just to do, you know, we use Slack to have a tool or uh, kind of to check in on everybody every day and like what they're working on. And one of the questions on there is like, what do you plan to do today to relax or have fun? And th- that question's very intentional. It's there just to remind people like, hey, what are you doing to have fun? But it's also a way for us to get to know what one another thinks is fun and how we spend our, our free time. Yeah. You're talking about the stand-up that we do every morning. Yeah. Yes. What are some of your other favorite tools? Slack's been a game changer for us. Love Slack. Ooh, love Slack. I love the huddle in Slack. If you are on Slack yeah. and not using the huddle, it's great for a remote team. You don't have to turn on your camera, which is kind of nice. Again, if you're in your PJs or you're having one of those <laughs> days, but it is great to just Hey, we've been Slack messaging. We've we've gone back and forth on this topic a couple of times. Can you just quickly huddle and then you can just turn on your mic and then ask questions? It's been a game changer and a saver so many times. Yeah, that can save so much time than just writing back and forth too. For sure. Yeah. We love Google. You know, the Google apps are great. We use Google Docs to collaborate. Yep. Basecamp has been a great tool for project management, but also to communicate with clients. Zoom, incredible tool to uh, to allow us to interact with one another and clients. Mm-hmm. And I would say like those are our predominant go-to tools that we use for, you know, connecting with each other and connecting with our clients. We use a bunch of other tools, obviously, on, on our website or clients' websites, but those are the, the main tools we use as a, to, to be able to implement our work. I will say that... It- what stinks about kind of you, you want to have those tools that no one's heard of is like, oh, what what is that thing? But in a weird way, like innovation is really driven by uh, people knowing the thing. So a lot of times the tools like from Google, from Zoom, from Slack, these names that are bigger in the industry are going to be better just because they've been, you know, road tested by so many teams and you kind of recognize what everybody, what everybody needs. And certainly, um, I do think uh, that, our team is uniquely suited to a remote environment. Um, and that comes from the individual com- contributions, all of our tasks really create this like feel of collective achievement. You know, it's great to see both, you know, sales and copywriters and designers and developers, they all have their piece of the puzzle. Uh, but then they come, they all kind of come together in such a nice way. Um, has, 
has as is I know you kind of said you went remote almost just because that's how it worked, but uh, what type of teams should you think should consider going remote? I think teams that are creating products, creating um, creative outputs, uh, teams that are, I mean, I I actually just talked to a woman today um, Mm -hmm. that's making kitchen cabinets remotely now, right? Like custom kitchen cabinets, which is amazing. But again, that's a creative output, right? Yeah. So anytime your work can be done without that in-person interaction. Mm -hmm. I think it's challenging for some types of doctors, say dermatologists who, you know, and I've seen derms who have like, send me your pictures of your problem. And in my head, I'm always thinking like, but are they really seeing it close enough? They're not feeling it. Like they're not, you know. So I always question those things working really well. But again, like creative maybe software that's being developed where anything where people can collaborate online through the internet, I think can be done remotely. Do you, is there anything that comes to mind that doesn't fit in that, that would be done on the, on the internet and you think learning, right? Yeah, and um, I think one of the greatest things about our, I, I can't speak to it, but what, like one of the greatest things about our team is it's not just about like one person's path. So like learning in some ways is about like everyone has their own individual path. I feel Mm -hmm. like the fact that our team has a collective achievement is so good, so good for bonding, so good for morale, Mm -hmm. so good for connection in a way that, yeah, like learning comes to mind is like, that's why is that so much harder uh, online? Mm -hmm. And it just, because it feels like everyone's in their own lane in some ways doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. And do you interact? Because at the end of the day, we need that interaction. We need that humanity as technology becomes more and more part of our, not only daily lives, but, you know, minute to minute lives. Yeah, no, it's so true. Actually, great quote on that exact thing, Christy, from, uh, I know you do, Cheryl Sandberg, Mm -hmm. former CEO of Meta. Her quote is, technology is an amazing enabler. It is people who are the key to success in distributed work. And that's exactly what you were just saying the amazing capacity to create, co-create something with team members and kind of like the domino effect of that and how that in and of itself is a culture builder and a team builder. And certainly, dear listeners, if you are a woman in the workforce or you are supporting a woman in the workforce, please, please, please read Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. Can't recommend this enough. I hope you enjoyed this microsode. And if you know a friend who may benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. I'd also love it if you subscribe to the show and left a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time. If you've been thinking to yourself, I wish I had a personal brand that was easy to articulate and really captured all that I do, then look no further check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for a brand strategy session. We work with thought leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers all the time. And we have been doing this for nearly 15 years. We love the work we do, and we would be so honored to help you uncover and define your personal brand. So check out www 
thebrandid.com today and sign up for your brand discovery session.